was our last night. Wow, man, it went by too fast, but here we are. Amen. Praise the Lord. Look, I'm going to give you all a bunch of books and stuff. All the stuff is half price uh, while we're here. If you can't afford to get something, just get something free. How about that? You want to help me? You're my helper. Come up here. You're my helper. No, no, he can. He's just going to take both of you. All right, you stand over there. There you go. All right, just, this is on-the-job training. That's a nice coat there. Where did you get that coat at? Man, it's got a touchy-feely coat there. Or a fancy-dancy. Ritzy-ditzy. All right. Amen. So you just be led by the Spirit, whoever you give these to. This is the newest book we have called Feed Your Faith, and it's quotes, 50 years of quotes on who you are in Christ, on faith, on finances, on joy. 50 years. You don't really have to read the whole book. You just read a few of the quotes. This is one of the things the Lord gave me several years ago. He said the Word of God was spoken before it was written, and it was written so it could be spoken. <laughs> in other words, it didn't come out of God's pen. It came out of God's mouth, and it works best when it's in your mouth. Amen. And so a bunch of quotes in there. So give that to somebody that looks smart. Praise the Lord. This one, this one will be your greatest challenge and your greatest reward. Uh, Dad Hagen prophesied before he went to be with the Lord that you'll, you and I, we should go over the love scriptures almost daily, constantly. And he said, and walk in love. He said, if we'll walk in the love of God and walk in forgiveness, walk in love, grow in love, he said, then the enemy will flee from us. And he said, in our health, it'll affect us physically, and the blessing of the Lord will flow. So the enemy's always trying to find a way to block your faith or your blessing. And so walking in love is a key, essential part of living by faith. Amen? So I just put these scriptures together, put a little bit in here, Dad Hagen quotes and stuff. And so it'll just help renew your mind. Just read it two or three pages a day. There you go. Give that to somebody that looks a little bit mean. Praise the Lord, all right? Now, this one is, this one is, <laughs> see, he picked you. So, uh, this one is on uh, uh, eternal life, or life, or the Greek word zoe, uh, the God kind of life, that uh, all religions give lessons, but only Jesus Christ gives life. So, Jesus gives us eternal life more than just a lesson. So, give it to somebody. Uh, this is Trenna's book called How to Pray for Your Family, How to Pray for Your Family. I always say we have seen your family, and you need prayer. Anyway, this one is on the blood of Jesus, so give it to someone. Uh, this is called The Great Confession. Uh, we will give the books primarily to people who can read. Um, so this book is on The Great Confession. Christianity is called the, the Great Confession. That is that Jesus is Lord and things that go with that. This is on the spirit of faith, and uh, if you knew what was on the other side of your mountain, you would move it, never run into a giant with your mouth shut. Spirit of faith, in other words, maintain the spirit of faith, and, uh, you know, uh, praise the Lord. This one is a Revolutionary Revelation. Uh, this is on the Ephesians 1 prayer. And wow, different translations of the Ephesians 1 prayer as well as uh, breaking certain barriers in faith and breaking barriers in revelation knowledge. And this one is Trenna's book called God's Healing Word. Did you get the ones on the floor? Uh, this is uh, Trenna's book called God's Healing Word. It's really how to take the word like medicine. See the lady way back there on the back? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, see way back. See your hands. Only one hand up and a lady way back there. So. 
all right? And so this is how to take the word like medicine or by prescription. So it's a great little book. tells how she was healed of an inoperable brain tumor. This is on identification with Christ. Got two of those. So uh, come up here. Come, come back. Uh, you don't want to sweat in your new coat, so uh, you're going to leisurely walk around. All right, come back. I, I have another one for you. All right, there you go, there you go. You're getting good at this. Everybody looks like everybody's going to get something. It says, never run at your giant with your mouth shut. In other words, the initial act of faith is to speak. Get your mouth moving. That's how you kill giants, how you move mountains. Amen, it's about speaking. So I don't know here. Slow down, slow down. You're going way too fast. I see somebody over there, huh? Now, this is called faith opens the door to the supernatural. Uh, grace is God's grip on you. Faith is your grip on God. God's grip on you is greater than your grip on him. If you feel like you're losing your grip, he'll hold on to you till you get better grip. See that lady? She's got her hand up again, the one on the aisle sitting right there. I want to get you some glasses before I come back here. All right. Uh, this one is called divine approval, which is the radical revolutionary revelation of the reality that you've been made the righteousness of God in Christ. See, later, he's already got his mind made. I will do it again. I'll do it again. See, I have a good, good memory. Uh, this is called Love, the Secret to Success. We already gave that away just a minute ago. This is called How to Pray for Your Family on the Blood. You can give that to somebody. This one is uh, on the God kind of life. Give that to somebody. Uh, this one is on healing, how to take the word like medicine. So give that to somebody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, uh, uh, if the ushers are ready to pass out the offering envelopes and we'll receive the offering this evening, uh, they'll put this up on the wall, how you can give. You can give if you're going to make out a check, make it to MHM, Mark Hankins Ministries. If you're going to give uh, cash, you can give that way. You can give by credit card or you can give online, markhanks.org, or you can text to give or you can uh, uh, take, download the MHM app or you can just leave your car here and we'll sell it tomorrow. So there's a lot of ways you can give, and uh, all the offerings that go into the preaching of the gospel. So uh, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible is 1 Chronicles 29. Everybody know 1 Chronicles 29? It's one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. And uh, probably uh, 40 years ago, uh, I was studying, I came across this chapter. It's my f one of my favorite chapters in the Bible is 1 Chronicles 29. Anybody in here ever read 1 Chronicles 29? One person. Uh, amen. 1 Chronicles 29. And uh, this is, um, the whole chapter is uh, receiving an offering for the work of the ministry and receiving an offering. Um, and so David, the psalmist David, he's a man after God's own heart. And uh, David, uh, you know, the Psalms that he wrote and... Uh, you know how he danced before the Lord with all of his might. Uh, you know how he killed a giant, killed Goliath. But some people really don't know this about David in First Chronicles 29. So that's why we're going to look at it. Uh, because this talks about David's giving or his generosity. Uh, when it came time to offer to the Lord, he said, I will not give to the Lord that which costs me nothing. In other words, somebody offered to give him their sacrifice. He said, no, I will pay for it because when I give, I want it to cost me something. So 1 Chronicles 29 is about David's generosity or his giving. And um, 
being a man after God's own heart, he must have been a pretty good giver. And so uh, the, I like to say it this way. A lot of people want to sing like David sang, and a lot of people want to dance like David danced, but not many people want to give like David gave. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. I said a lot of people want to sing like David sang, and oh, you have a few that might want to dance like David danced, but let's see uh, what David's uh, giving was like, his generosity. And so... Uh, First Chronicles 29 and verse uh, 2, it says, uh, It came time to give, and David said, I have prepared with all of my might. So when you're a sower, the Bible says God gives seed to the sower. In other words, when you're a sower, the Lord told me, he said, if you'll get addicted to giving, I'll support your habit. So he said, I give seed to the sower. So uh, a sower is really more than just a thrower. Amen. So he talks about the categories of sowing. And so you would have to fit in that category of someone that God considers to be a go-to person who would give, take their giving seriously, even when they may not feel like it or may not be convenient for them. Come on. Or they may be having a challenge themselves. One of the things that people do that's really uh, uh, unusual is when they're having a financial challenge, they'll stop their giving. Well, that's the worst thing you can do when you're having a financial challenge is stop your giving. In other words, you can tithe and give your way out of a financial challenge. Amen. And so when David came down to give, David said, I prepared with all of my might. So David wasn't a halfway person. He said, I take my giving serious and I prepared with all of my might. So when it came time to worship God, he worshiped with all of his might came time to dance, he danced with all of his might. And when it came time to give, he said, and I give with all my might. Amen. So he's kind of one of those all my might kind of people. Sound like Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And one translation says, all your resources. Y'all still here. I got a couple of nods, but let's keep going here. So he said, I prepared with all my might. Then he talks about gold and silver, you know, because David couldn't bring a check. So he's giving in wagon loads, right? Gold and silver. And look at verse 3. He said, because I have set my affection on the house of God. He said, I have given to the house of God. And then he says, over and above all I've prepared. So what David said, I've set my affection. So giving is one way that you can handle or deal with or change or affect your affections. In other words, I think uh, Billy Graham said it this way, uh, show me your checkbook and I'll tell you what you love. Uh, come on, show me your, your spending, I'll tell you what you love. Come on, if Fritos is in there, it's what you love, Fritos. And then if you like shopping, it's in there. If you like hunting, it's in there. If you like clothes, it's in there. If you like fancy fingernails, it's in there. In other words, uh, show me your spending, I'll tell you what you love. So when David said, I set my affection, uh, all of my affection, and he said, I'm giving over and above. And so when he said over and above, he said, this is really not my normal, regular, what I regularly give. This is not just my tithe. This is just because I love God. I love the work of God. And I decided I want to give. So he tells how much he gave. How many of y'all like to know how much he gave? It's in the Bible. It, so God tells you exactly how much he gave. 
So a lot of times people, you know, they quote scripture and say, don't left hand, no right hand, doing all this stuff. But really, uh, that's the talking about giving alms to the poor. In other words, your tithe and your offering, you shouldn't be afraid, you know, to say. So God said, I'm going to tell you how much he gave right here. Anybody want to know? Well, I added up years ago when David gave $1.5 billion. He said, this is not my tithe, not my regular giving. This is just because I love the work of God. And then after he said how much he gave, he said the verse 3, and who then is willing to consecrate his service this day unto the Lord? And so David, after he gave, he said, uh, who is going to give? No pressure. In other words, as a leader, a leader has to lead. So David just went ahead and took the lead. He said, this is what I'm going to do. Amen. Now, what you want to do. So it, it says his, uh, the, the leaders of the people, it says the princes of the tribes, the captains, and the rulers gave willingly. And so he had 400 mighty men. When they came to David, they were distressed, discontent, and in debt. But they learned something from David about killing giants. And uh, they must have got out of debt because when it came time to give, it says that they gave $2.5 billion. So his mighty men, 400 of them, must have been given a million, 10 million, 20 million, 30 million, 50 million at a time. This is the Old Testament. And we got a better covenant based on better promises. Y'all still here? So you don't have to be broke or struggle financially all your life if you'll find out about the covenant that you have with God. Amen? And so David's mighty men, uh, they gave $2.5 and, and then when they all gave $4 in one day, how many like to have the, the armored car out here to pick up the offering? We'd like to have the armored car come to church on Sunday, the armored car come out there, and you carry the offering out, you know, a few million every week. Well, I was just preaching in Singapore not too long ago, and uh, wow, uh, they just paid $150 million cash for their new church auditorium. And just 50 years ago, Singapore was the poorest country in the world. You say, what happened? The gospel of Jesus Christ came into Singapore. Y'all still here? It will, it, the gospel will change your whole families. Amen. <laughs> so it will change your whole family. And uh, so David, when they gave, it says in verse 9, they the people rejoiced for they offered willingly and they gave with perfect heart. And it says, and they rejoiced with great joy. So the Bible says the Lord loves a cheerful, amen, other translations, uh, hilarious, happy. Uh, one translation says someone who laughs when they give. God loves a cheerful giver. Uh, one pastor said we will take grouchy money, but God loves a cheerful <laughs> giver. <laughs> God loves what? Well, the problem with us as Christians many times is we give God what we love instead of what he loves. We said, well, Lord, I want to do this for you. And he said, well, let me tell you what I really love. I love when you're a giver and you get real happy about it. Wow, we got a little ways to go tonight, right? So if you, when you give, amen, and so I asked the Lord, so how come offerings are the quietest time of the service in most churches? And, and uh, uh, he, the Lord said, well, most people just give enough to irritate themselves. In other words, when you actually give generously, it actually does something in your heart. 
and it affects your heart and it reflects your heart. And so when they gave, then they said, oh, Lord, are you ready for verse 11? They rejoiced with great joy. How many ever been in a, in a meeting where such great joy broke out during the offering? Amen. I've been in meetings, a lot of meetings, where great joy just busted out. I know Kenneth e. Hagen or Dad Hagen said this in one of his messages. He said, I've been just as anointed in receiving an offering for the ministry as I was ever anointed in a healing meeting. All right, I got a couple of nods and a grunt. I've been just as anointed, come on, in receiving an offering. Wouldn't that be amazing if the anointing of the Holy Ghost during the offering and that anointing came upon you to destroy every yoke, every debt, come on, every financial struggle in your life. Come on, the Holy Ghost set you free. Praise the Lord. Amen. You believe the Holy Ghost could do that in the area of your finances? Amen. Sure he can. Amen. Amen. I've been just as anointed. In other words, he said the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Lord, right? You can actually worship God without singing. You can worship God with your giving. Amen. I've heard some of y'all sing, and you should be glad that you can worship other ways. So you can worship with your giving. Amen. Amen. And apparently God loves a cheerful giver. I mean, you can see that even in Acts chapter 10, Carneus, Carneus was a man, and it said that his generosity, his giving, and his prayers came up before God. His prayers and his generous giving came up before God. And God said, let's do something at his house. So he sent Peter, come on, sent some angels, sent Peter over there, and Carneus' whole family got filled with the Holy Ghost. In other words, your next spiritual breakthrough may be as connected to your giving as it is to your praying. All right, I got a couple of grunts now. I said your next spiritual breakthrough may be as connected to your giving as it is to your praying. Somebody said, well, I'm praying for revival. Well, there's something about giving that just came up before God. Amen. And God did something at his house. Listen, I'd rather have my whole family saved and filled with the Holy Ghost than any amount of money in the whole world. Are y'all still here? But his generosity affected him spiritually. All right, amen. Come on. So then after they gave, now my, my friend from Detroit, uh, Dr. Avery Jackson, he's a neurosurgeon, brain surgeon. So he said there is a part of your brain, a pleasure center in your brain that only lights up when you're giving. In other words, God designed you to enjoy and to be happy through giving. That pleasure center, you get pleasure when you're giving. So God designed you to what? Give. give and that's when you're the happiest is when you're giving. Amen. Amen. And so your pleasure center lights up and, wow. So sometimes people that are grouchy, come on, just start doing some giving and it'll help you get out of your grouchiness. It'll light up your happy life, amen. You're happy to say, boy, I, I gave my way out of selfishness and I gave my way out of grumbling and complaining and I gave my way out of being unthankful and I gave my way out of depression. 
Alright, that's it. Praise the Lord. So after they gave, then David said, Thine, O Lord. See verse 11? Consider this. David said, so he's talking to the Lord. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, the majesty, and all that is in the heaven and the earth is thine, and thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Verse 12, both riches and honor come from thee, and you reign over all, and in your hand is power and might. In your hand it is uh, to make you great and give strength unto all. So who's the source now of your supply? Thine, O oh Lord. Come on, you're saying. So when you're giving, you say, Lord, really, you've given all this to us, the heaven, the earth, everything is yours. You've the, you're the one that gave us the power to get the wealth. You're the one that made us so blessed. And so, Lord, we're happy to be able to give back to you. Amen. All right, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8 over there real quickly, 2 Corinthians 8. Now we're in the New Testament. Look at somebody say, he's in the New Testament now. We're in the New Testament now. Praise the Lord. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and 9, these two chapters, 1 Chronicles 29 and these two chapters, 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and 9, are two of uh, my favorite chapters, especially just two whole chapters just deal with your given life. Amen. Amen. Your giving life. If you're a Christian, then that's kind of a part, a major part of your life is your, your financial and your giving life. Luke, uh, Luke 16, Jesus said, if a person is faithful in three areas, number one, faithful in little things, number two, faithful in that which is another man's, and number three is faithful when it comes to money. He said, if you're faithful when it comes to money, he said, I'll commit to you true riches. In other words, your spiritual breakthrough is connected to your faithfulness when it comes to your finances. Are y'all still here? So 2 Corinthians chapter 8, the apostle Paul talking here to a bunch of believers that they were actually struggling financially. So look at 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 2. 2 Corinthians 8, verse 2. And they're struggling financially. It says that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy, their deep poverty abounded to the riches of their liberality. What does that mean? Well, it says here they're having a great trial. Great trial, not a regular trial. And it says they got real happy. Then they had deep poverty and they gave generously. All right, well, this is the most conflicting scripture in the Bible. You're going through a terrible trial. You get real happy. You're having severe financial need yourself, and you give generously. Most people think they're exempt from giving when they're having financial challenges. Come on, the kingdom of God is not the IRS. So people say, well, I'm exempt from giving because I'm, I'm going through financial problems. Here are these people going through severe financial problems, and they gave generously. And he says, verse 3, they gave beyond their power. And they begged Paul to take the money. <laughs> Most people say, I'm the one. Give me some money. And they said, no, we want to give. I'm begging you, take my giving. Even though they had deep financial needs. Look at somebody and say, oh, that's interesting. Huh? So he says in verse 6 that he left Titus there to finish this grace in them. And look at verse 7. Therefore, as you abound in everything. Look at verse 7. 
Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse seven. As you abound in everything, you abound in your faith, you abound in your utterance, your preaching, your teaching, you abound in your knowledge, you abound your diligence and your love to us. See that you abound in this grace also. Look at that. Underline that in your Bible. He says, your faith, you're doing good, you believe God. He says, you love to preach and teach. And he says, and you've got Bible knowledge. He said, but see that you abound in this grace also. In other words, you will not abound in it accidentally. You'll have to plan on it. And he left Titus there to teach them so that, in other words, they had great faith. Come on, they had great knowledge. Amen. They loved the Lord, but they had just broke. Now, my dad was a pastor, so we grew up in a small town in Texas, a small church. And uh, my dad's church, the town there, only had 3,000 people. My dad pastored there almost 50 years, and the church grew to over 2,000 people. And there was only 3,000 people in town. But when they first moved there, my dad had a heart attack. My mama had a nervous breakdown, and they were poor, broke, didn't have no money. So we used to have the Holy Ghost and joy, you know, that's like uh, Dad Hagen said, that guy got so full of joy, he jumped up and he ran around the church and he rolled across the floor and not a quarter fell out of his pocket. <laughs> yeah, so that's the way some people are, is, man, they got the Lord and they rang, yeah, they broke, man. They come broke, amen, they stay broke. So Paul said, I'm going to leave Titus there to teach you how not only to have the Holy Ghost, but to have some money in your bank account and be blessed financially, not just be blessed spiritually. Come on, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. You know, we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. So he says, I'm going to teach you because if you'll change your thinking, if you'll change your talking, and if you'll change your giving, it will change your life financially. The Lord said this to me. He said, I never designed tithing or giving for you to decrease. All right, let's try that one more time. In other words, sometimes when you, you get saved, they'll say it's all free, you got saved. Then the next thing is they teach you about the tithe. Right, so 10% belongs to the Lord. Then they'll say, then you can give an offering. So uh, he said that if you'll tithe, bring the offering, you're not going to have less. He said, you'll actually have increase. In other words, God's not interested in you giving yourself broke. Why would God want you to give yourself broke when Christ has redeemed us from the curse of poverty? God wants you to actually give and... See what happened. Well, increase or he'll multiply your seed or he'll open the windows of heaven. So if you're a tither and you're a sower and you're not increasing, you just ain't doing something right. You say, what am I supposed to be doing? Listen while I'm talking for one thing because that's why he left Titus there to teach him how to abound in this grace. You can abound in this grace. He's talking about the grace of giving and receiving your finances. You can excel in it. You can become known for it. People, are, your name will come up and people say, now that's a blessed man right there. That's a blessed woman right there. They're a tither. Come on, they're a giver. But man, their business, their job, their family, they're always increasing. Amen. So the Lord told me, if you abound in this grace, one day you'll look at your checkbook and say, Amazing grace. Come on, one day you'll drive up to your house and go, 
Amazing grace. I never thought I'd have a house like that. I never thought I'd have a jet like that. I never thought I'd have a car like that. But since I've been saved, I've been blessed coming in and blessed going out. I'm abounding in this grace. Come on. I'm not tithing and giving and going broke. I'm tithing and giving, and God's opening the windows of heaven and pouring out a blessing I don't have room enough to receive. Come on, my business is increasing. Come on, my family's increasing. My finances are increasing. Somebody say, how'd that happen? You go, it's amazing grace. See that you abound in this grace. How many of y'all like to abound in this grace? Amen. I'm not just talking about your giving tonight. I'm talking about your giving and your receiving. All right, let's try it one more time. I'm not just talking about your giving because I pastored 25 years, so I can't tell people in my church to tithe and give. And it don't work, and they're going broke. I don't need them to go broke. I need them to increase. So my dad passed in that little town. But, man, the increase in the grace of God hit them, so they didn't just have the Holy Ghost. They got bought the best piece of land in town right on the corner of the highways. Had one man with cowboy boots and a snap shirt come in and give my daddy $1.2 million in a little town. Then the next year came and gave him another million dollars. Come on, people at the bank started saying, that church down there got a lot of money. Come on, that's the way they talk about me in, my, in our area. The bank says, they got money. That Mark Hank, he's got some money, man. He got a house over there. He got that house over there. And then one guy thought I had a, a landing strip for my jet in my backyard. I said, no, it's not that quite that big. But, but you can see the blessing of the Lord will cause even the heathen to acknowledge you are blessed by God. Come on, you are blessed. So he said, I'm going to show you how to access this grace. And if you ever access it, you're going to know that's the grace of God. More than my education, more than just my work, more than, come on, just how hard I work at my job, something beyond all of that, and it's the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Are y'all still with me? Come on, I'm going to do something in just a minute here. Because when we were in Singapore, they would take uh, Numbers chapter 6, and that church has who knows how many millionaires in that church in Singapore. Y'all getting quiet because I'm going to preach it until we got more millionaires in church. <laughs> if I was you, I'd figure out where to sign up for that program. I'd say, I'd like to sign up. <laughs> and so every service, they'll do Numbers chapter 6. Are you ready? Y'all know Numbers chapter 6? Every service. Pastors stand up and say, the Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his countenance shine upon you, the Lord bless you coming in and going out, the Lord, and they just raise their hand and receive the blessing of the Lord. Does anybody believe in the blessing of the Lord that the grace, the grace of God could come upon your life? All right, let's finish reading this. It's taking a little bit longer. Some of y'all listen a little bit slow, but we'll keep going. So... He says, see that you abound in it. And I think F.F. Bosworth said, it's impossible to boldly claim a blessing you're not sure God's offering. All right, let's try it one more time. It's impossible to boldly claim by faith a blessing you're not sure God's offering. In other words, if you're not fully convinced that God wants you to be blessed coming in and going out to have more than enough, amen, then you won't even claim it. And you'll let the devil talk you out of that blessing. 
and you'll be saved and have the Holy Ghost and run around the church and roll across the floor and you won't have a quarter. But if you will listen to what I'm telling you, you can run around the church and roll across the floor and have a bunch of joy and come up with the blessing of the Lord in your finances and your job and your business. Come on. I'm not saying you'll be the richest person in this area, but you'll absolutely be the most blessed person in your family. Come on, your family, when they need money, they know they call you when they need money. They might criticize you, but when they need some money, they go, oh, he's got money. He's always got money. Come on, everybody say, I always got money. I never lack for money. Let's try it one more time. I always got money. I never lack for money. Come on, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I'm a tither. I'm a giver. I'm a sower. And God opens the windows of heaven and multiplies my seed sown. Amen. It's in other words. So there's several facets or factors there that we taught, you know, in our church or in pastoring, and we increased every year. Well, here's one of the things. Go to 2 Corinthians 9, verse 6, and I'll close with this. 2 Corinthians 9, 6, and he says, This I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. He that soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. In other words, there's the speaking part of your blessing. In other words, don't talk lack, always say. The money will come, or the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Say that, what you're going to say. Don't be silent about it. Then the second thing is uh, the praising part. Come on. Amen. Then there's a walking in love part. Then there's this part right here called the, the sowing part. I haven't found any other way. I haven't, I'm, this is the one factor that I have found you cannot access this grace without sowing. In other words, people will try to praise it in. They'll try to jump it in, try to run it in. Come on, but you're going to have to do some sowing. Amen. And he says you can sow sparingly or you can sow generously. It's your choice. God's not out here saying you have to do this. No, he says your choice. Sow sparingly. What does that mean? You, didn't, you did something. It didn't affect you much, but you did something. So when your harvest came in, you got something, but it didn't affect you much, but you got something. But when you sow generously, it affected you more when you sow generously. So now when the harvest comes in, that's going to affect you more when the harvest comes in. It's your choice. So come on. Do yourself a favor, amen, and leave your comfort zone and step out into the generous. Everybody say generous. generous. Praise the Lord. How many ever tell the Lord how generous you already are? In other words, you're not the one that decides what's generous. If it was me, I would just write generous every time I give generous, 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 generous. <laughs> but I'm not the one that makes the call. God is the one. Come on. Because he knows how much you got left. Come on, and on that occasion. So, so uh, he said you can sow generously. And when you're sowing, you always have two things in mind. Number one, you have a purpose and you have a promise. When you're giving, you're sowing. You're not throwing. A farmer don't just drive down the highway and just throw seed out on either side of the window. In other words, he sows strategically into soil that has been prepared for a, the greatest yield and the greatest harvest that he can get from that soil. Whoa, you say, what is the greatest soil in my life? The greatest seed that I've ever sown in the greatest soil I've ever got the best harvest from is Galatians chapter 6 and verse 6. 
See, I see you looking at me. You don't even know what Galatians 6, 6 says, says do you? Galatians 6, verse 6 says, when you receive spiritual things, you give of your material things. In other words, what's happening is when you know you're receiving spiritual things, that you don't just say, thank you, I'll give you a hug. You say, thank you, and I value that revelation or that word or that anointing so much. I value it so much. I will give of my material thing to say, thank you, Lord, for that gift. Thank you for that word in season. Thank you for that. And that becomes the most fertile soil. I've gotten a harvest out of that kind of soil that is just phenomenal. Amen. So you'll have all kinds of giving. You can give to the poor. You can give to people's needs. But your, your most fertile soil is given where you've received spiritual things. Amen. Are y'all still with me here? All right, let's, let's finish going on here. He says, so generous. Everybody say generous. generous. All right, verse 7. Every person according as he purposes in his what? Heart. So you're not just giving with your hand involved. Your heart's going to get involved. All right, let's try it again. So it's a lot of people, there, their heart's not really that involved. Their, their intellect, come on, their hand gets involved. But what happens if your heart gets involved? That's how faith works is once your heart gets involved. You give and you purpose in your heart. So you got a purpose and now you got a promise. What is your purpose? The greatest investment in this world is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the purpose I live and breathe and uh, come on all my life and my finances, my children, my grandchildren. I want them to know the greatest purpose in this world is to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's, that's where my time goes. That's where my money goes. Amen. So you purpose in your heart. So he says, don't just give with your hand, but let your heart get involved, and you have a supernatural purpose in your giving. What is it? The gospel of Christ. But it's also to prepare your heart to receive the word and receive the anointing. Y'all still with me here? All right, let's finish reading. He said, purpose in your heart. He says, don't give grudgingly or of necessity. God loves when you get happy about it. Y'all can see it's going to take a little while for everybody to get happy here tonight. I mean, because when, ha when your, your heart gets involved, you go, whoo, what an opportunity that I have to sow a seed and to be a blessing. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to give to the gospel. It's an eternal investment. Amen. Y'all still with me here? Praise the Lord. Everybody just praise the Lord for a few minutes here. Come on, I'm not just interested in getting a million. I'm interested in giving a million. Are y'all still here? I said, I'm not interested in just getting a million. I'm interested in giving a million. I need, I need somebody to say, I'd sure like to give a million. Amen? Amen? It might take me 1,000 at a time. It might take me 2,000 at a time. It might take me 10,000 at a time. But I'm going over the million. I'm a giver. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Amen. Just start out where you're at. Praise the Lord. All right, let me finish reading. Look at verse 8. And God is able. All right, let's just stop right there for a minute. And God is able. Come on, that means your expectation now is not on people. 
your expectation is on God, and he's the biggest giver, the most generous giver. So now God is able. Come on, he's greater than just my circumstances and where I live. God is able to make all grace abound towards me. So I have all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. God must be planning on you doing real good if you're able to give to a bunch of good works, not just one, but you can give this one and that one and that one. You're like, I bound to every good work. I'm just doing good. God is able. Come on, how many like to take the lid off of God right now? Come on, take the limit off of God and say, God is able to make all grace. Come on. Because these people gave cheerfully out of their poverty, and then something started to happen. Once they gave out of their need, but now God is able for you to give out of your abundance. In other words, you can give off the bottom of the barrel, but God will fill up your barrel until you're giving off the top of the barrel from now on. How many ever gave off the bottom of the barrel? How many believe God could fill your barrel and you could give off the top of the barrel? <laughs> Woo. Come on, look at somebody and say, God's able. God is able to do this. But you access God's ability just by showing your generosity. Let's say it this way. Your generosity accesses God's generosity. At whatever level you're being generous with your abilities, once you hit generous, it gets God's attention. Because now, one thing about God is he can see. He don't forget. And he can count. Because he said he'll multiply your seed zone. Well, if he can't count, he ain't going to be able to multiply it. But if he can count, I went to eat with a young preacher, uh, and uh, he was wanting me to talk to him about, you know, the grace of God in the area of your finances. And so he was, you know, struggling a little bit financially, so I talked to him. So uh, I went to have Starbucks with him, and I sat down with him. On the way there, while we were, we were going to talk about these verses, and on the way there, the Lord told me, he said, he's going to give you an offering. And I want you to multiply it four times and give it back to him. <laughs> I didn't know how much he's going to give me, but I got there and, and uh, we talked about the word of God. And he said, here, I want to give you an offering. So I looked at the offering. He gave me $1,000. I said, thank you. That's very nice and thoughtful of you. I appreciate that. Going to the ministry. I said, so I got out my checkbook and gave him a check for $4,000. I said, on the way over here, the Lord told me he was going to give me an offering. He told me to give it you four times back. I said, what would you have done if you'd have known that? <laughs> he went, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Are y'all still here? 
Come on. But we do that to God all the time. What would you have done if you would have known he's going to multiply your seed sown? Come on. You know, you're thinking subtraction, and God is thinking, give me something to work with here because I'm going to multiply it back to you. Amen. Press down, shaking together, and running over. You're going to look at your checkbook and go, amazing grace. Come on. <laughs> Amen. You don't have to wait till you get old to start this. You can start it when you're 17, man. Amen. I started out when I was 17, made a, a dollar an hour working for a mechanic. And I said, I don't just want to be a tither. I want to be a giver. 17 years old. So, man, I said, well, here's my tithe. Then I gave a double tithe. Okay? Then I started giving tithe and offering. Then I said, well, why don't we just see what God will do? He said, prove me now. In other words, you're, God's saying, I double dog dare you <laughs> to give and see what I'll do. How many of y'all like to find out? You know, people say, how are you doing? I said, well, well, I'm doing fine as long as God don't go blind and quit. Uh, <laughs> how many of y'all believe he can see how many believe he knows your address? How many believe he can count? How many believe he can multiply your seed song? All right, so here's what the Lord told me. He said this. He said, uh, Isaiah 61, 7, because we were going through a big challenge, and a prophet of God, what was his name, Dick Mills, he gave me Isaiah 61, 7, and he gave me Psalm 66, 12, that says, though you went through fire and water, God brought you out to a wealthy place. Psalm 66, 12. So we were having a challenge. So God's bringing me out to a wealthy place. Uh, but Isaiah 61, 7, he gave me this scripture. And for your shame, and you shall have double, and for confusion, rejoice, and of course, therefore, in that land, they shall possess the double. So at that time, our church was probably bringing in, you know, a certain amount of money, uh, maybe a million dollars or two million or something like that. But he said, I was going to possess double. Double looked impossible. I mean, I'm barely making it where I'm at, but how am I going to, how's my finances going to double? How's the church going to double? So the Lord said, oh, you have to possess the double. So Dick Mills gave me that scripture, and it says a double measure of wealth and a double measure of joy means you're going to be twice as happy as you've ever been, and you're going to have twice as much money as you ever had. How many of you would like to have twice as much money as you ever had and be twice as happy as you've ever been? Well, I got a scripture. I'm going to possess double. So I'm the pastor, right? So I have to believe for the whole congregation, right? So I said, how are we going to possess double? The Lord said, here, number one is you have to believe it's possible. In other words, quit looking at your resources and look to God and say, it is possible that this church could have twice as much money next year as we did this year. Let me go talk in front of the pastor over here. It is possible, come on, that we could have twice as much money this year as we had last year. Listen. Listen, and if you double once, all you got to do is double again after you double once. So we started doubling, and so um, the Lord said, number one, believe double is possible. Number two, declare double. Number three, sow double. So if I was planning on giving $50, I'd give $100. If I was going to give $100, I'd give $200. If I was going to give $1,000, I'd give $2,000. If I was going to give $5,000, I'd give $10,000. If I was going to give $10,000, I'd give $20,000. So I got to where I went to Hagen's meeting. I brought $50,000. And he said, what if you're going to double? So I gave him $100,000. So I went home and said, whew, 
what happened? Well, everything started doubling. Because I just started doubling where I was at whatever level I was. And so then the Lord told me, he said, then you got to start seeing double. He said, you got to get drunk in the Holy Ghost so you can see double. You just started. <laughs> in other words, change your thinking to where you can start see yourself with double. And then he said, then you need to do what he called the double dance. He said, rejoicing is a harvesting factor. And the reason sometimes people give and don't get the harvest is they don't get real happy about it. And they don't rejoice like God's doubling and multiplying the seed sown. So rejoicing is a harvesting factor. So I would just jump up and run around the room and say, "Woo! come on, we're getting a harvest that's coming in. Woo! the money's coming. I don't know how it's coming, but well, the money's coming. <laughs> And I went to Brother Copeland's uh, 80th birthday party, and I'd just come home from a missions trip, and uh, we owed $150,000. We are $150,000 in debt when I got home from the missions trip, and I paid for the whole mission trip. And so I got home, my secretary said, you owe $150,000. I said, well, ain't that cute? So, um, so I went to Brother Copeland's birthday party, 80th, so I told the secretary, write me a big check, honor to bless him for the years of preaching the word. So I brought me a big check. I said, I'm going to sow a seed. So I went and gave the check. Then I went to Columbia to preach. And I got down there, and Brother Copeland called me up. He said, Mark, he said, I got that offering you gave. He said, that's a whopper of a seed. He said, you fixing to get a whopper of a harvest. So after we talked a while, you know, then I hung up the phone, and I started jumping around the room in Bogota, Columbia. I said, I'm getting a whopper of a harvest. I'm getting a whopper of a harvest. I got a whopper of a harvest. I got money coming in from all kinds of ways. Come on. I got a whopper of a harvest coming in. Well, it's a whopper, and I'm just jumping around. What am I doing? I'm doing the double dance, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give myself broke. I'm going to give myself into increase. I'm not giving into decrease. I'm giving into increase. You say, what happened? So I, I don't know, probably in 30 days, I had about an extra $350,000 come in just out of nowhere. Do you believe God could bring in money out of nowhere? Even you would say, how in the world did that happen? Look, look what the Lord has done. God is able to make all grace. Come on, I'm telling you, I declare this church, this church, come on, your church, your ministry, your life, that you can possess double, double measure of joy, double measure of finances, double, come on, in wealth, double anointing, double blessing. Double, everybody say double. Come on. I ain't going backwards. In other words, God didn't design giving for you to decrease. So a lot of times people are sad when they give. They go, okay, Lord. Here, Lord. So give till it hurts. No, give till you get happy. In other words, when you give, say, Lord, I know you're going to multiply this seed sown. I know you're going to bring it back to me, pressed down and shaking together and running over. Matter of fact, I'm going to have the best year I ever had this year. 
Come on, oh, come on, we're just now getting into November. You got two more months of harvest to come in the next two months. Thank you, Lord. God is able to do that. I don't know how. Come on. I don't know where it's coming from. That's not my job. But I'm a believer. I'm a sower. God gives seed to the sower. God multiplies the seed that is sown. I get happy when I give. I rejoice. Come on. In other words, your rejoicing is a harvesting factor. Y'all see it? In other words, a farmer don't just go out there and plant the seed. Harvesting time. And he's got big equipment to harvest. Praise the Lord. Amen. I mean, believe that not just you're sowing or you're giving, but you're receiving. Are y'all still here? You're receiving. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Just go ahead and laugh a few minutes. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So he says, God's able to make all grace. All grace. And those, not just your faith, not just your preaching, not just your teaching, not just your knowledge, but in the area of your finances, your confession, your declaration, I'm possessing double. So right in the face of struggling, I said, I'm sowing double. I'm going to see double. I'm going to do a double dance. Come on. And the whole church finances double. You say, what did that mean? That meant I could give away a lot more money than I could ever give before. Hallelujah. Amen. I could bless a lot more missionaries than I ever blessed before. Amen. I could preach the gospel further than I ever preached the gospel before. Come on. But you can't be uh, embarrassed to deal with a subject. That's 2,000 scriptures on it in the Bible. And as soon as a preacher starts preaching about it, you don't want to hear it. And that's why you broke. But if you listen, change your thinking, you're talking. You won't just be a tither or a giver. You'll be a receiver. Hey, man, let's see. Here's the way the, the Lord said this to a preacher friend of mine. He said, how would you act if you already had that thing you're believing for? Now, let's do it this way. Instead of giving and thinking subtraction, how would you act if you believed God was going to multiply your seed sown? Because I already did some sowing today, right? I said, I don't believe I'm going to have less. I believe God's going to multiply that seed sown. Hallelujah. Woo, come on. I did some sowing today from my office, you know, and some here. And I thought, whoo. God is going to multiply that. God is not a man that he should lie. Come on, neither the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he's going to do it. Amen. He's going to keep his word. He cannot. So I'm just going to jump around the room. Hallelujah. I don't care if a dog has to bring a sack with a, come on, $10,000 in it. Come on, the money will come. Hallelujah. I said the money will come. I said the money will come. Come on, how many of y'all believe the money will come? The harvest will come. My Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My dad pastored in South Texas, and so I go back there and preach every once in a while. My younger brother's the pastor. So I went back there not too long ago and uh, went to one of the houses of a family that was raised in my dad's church, the, you know, the parents, you know, the grandparents. So now the daughter, she's a single mother and had two daughters that were probably about 25. Both of them were single, and they're all, you know, pretty uh, heavy set people, pretty big people. Well, I went to see him because I've known him all their life. And I said, well, I'm going to preach tonight at my dad's church, so y'all come on out. And uh, so they had lived in a little frame house. So when I pulled up there and went out and said, how are y'all doing? They said, we're not doing very good. I said, what's wrong? They said, well, Mama just said uh, they're going to come and repossess our car. And I said, really? And so here comes Mama out, and she says, oh. They're going to come repossess my car. I said, well, what's the problem? He said, well, I'm three months behind on my car payment. I said, well, how much is your car payment? She said, it's $300 a month. So you're three months behind. Is your car payment three? I said, well, that, that's no problem. I got $900 right here. I just put on my wallet. I just gave her $900. I said, does that take care of it for you? She said, well, uh, yeah, that'll take care of it for me. I said, good. I'll see you at church tonight. God bless you. So I walked out of that frame house, and when I did, all three of them were jumping up and down. I could hear them hollering. They were jumping up and down. And so the whole house was moving because there's three, three big ladies jumping up and down. Amen. They said, Little Debbie turning to Big Debbie. So, I mean, they were jumping up and down. And that house, that house was shaking. All right, here's what I heard them say. The daughters said to their mama, they said, Mama. I told you the Lord would do it for you. I told you the Lord would do it for you, Mama. I told you the Lord would do it for you. And the whole house was shaking like that. Come on, I want to tell you, I'm going to tell you the Lord will do it for you. You might as well start jumping up right now. Right now. I'm telling you the Lord will do it for you. I know him well enough. Come on, if he is able to do it for you, he will do it for you. I told you the Lord would do it for you. <laughs> I said, I told you the Lord would do it for you. Now, now, I want to ask you this. How would you act if you already had the thing you've been believing for? I would possess double. Come on, your land, your buildings. I'm possessing double. People say, well, how's that going to happen? That's not my job, not my job. Come on. I'm just a believer. God's the performer. Come on. Come on. I'm telling you, I know the Lord will do it for you. I don't know how, but there's something about your faith. Woo! Glory to God. I think we need to laugh about it just a few more minutes. Come on. Just look at your checkbook and say, amazing grace. Come on, look at your bank account and go, amazing grace. The favor of God, the blessing of God, the Lord bless you and keep you. Multiply. 
Come on, shout about it one more time. The Lord multiplied. Let's lift our hands up, Father God. For thine is the power and the glory and the honor and the majesty. All that in the heaven, the earth is thine. It is in your hand to give wealth and to give blessing and to give victory. Thank you, Father God. You are the source of our supply. We are believers. We are not doubters. We will not waver in doubt, but we believe God. We believe the word of God. Amen. We sow generously, but we reap generously. There's a harvest of blessing that's coming in. That our jobs are blessed, our families are blessed, our churches are blessed, our ministries are blessed. Come on, for new land and new property and buildings that come into our hands. Whoa, I said the buildings and the land that come into our hands. Ha-ha! Woo! Praise the Lord. Go ahead and shout about it one more time. Ha-ha! Praise the Lord. Everybody say, devil, you are a liar. Woo! The earth is the Lord's. And the fullness. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, the Lord, increase your capacity to receive. Come on and say, Lord, increase my capacity to receive amazing grace. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 glory to God. I'm possessing double. Come on, come on, $10 million a year, $20 million a year. I'm possessing double, hallelujah, double. If you knew what God had planned for you right now, you couldn't stand still, sit still. Come on now. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. <laughs> According to his power that works in us. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah. Increase. Now the anointing of the Holy Ghost shall come upon you in this season in a greater measure. The anointing, a greater anointing, a double anointing, but it shall bring double an increase in joy. The joy of the Lord will fill your heart and fill your life. So what the enemy meant for evil, the Lord said, I'm turning that thing around for your good. It'll be... It'll be like a dream is coming to pass in your mouth filled with laughter and you'll laugh and have a great measure of joy and then a greater measure of revelation shall be given to you. And the word and the eyes of your heart flooded with light and what used to be only information now shall turn into revelation. You walk in that light. 
and the enemy shall be put to flight and every strategy he has had to hinder or block you shall be removed in the name of Jesus. And a greater anointing shall come upon you the hand of the Lord upon you, so you'll have twice as much joy, twice as much anointing, twice as much revelation, which will cause your faith to go forward in new territory, places you've never been, things you've never been able to receive from God, you'll be able to receive in the next 12 months. Ha, 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 ha. And the goodness of God shall visit your house and visit your life, ha, 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 and a double measure of prosperity, a double measure of wealth, double, I declare double, ha, 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 ha. Woo, come on, I'm sowing and I'm reaping a harvest, a harvest of blessing that is coming in. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, the word of the Lord come to you and you mix faith with that word and you launch out into the deep. Don't hold on to the shoreline so close. Launch out into the deep because there's a great catch of fish that are waiting. A great catch. <laughs> uh, even if it looked like you didn't catch nothing last time, you're going to have a great catch this time. <laughs> so the blessing of the Lord, the anointing and the blessing of the Lord, bless the blessing of the Lord, the favor and uh, the countenance, God's grace upon your face and his countenance shining upon you and the blessing of the Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Ha. You say, Lord, I knew it was going to be good. I just didn't know it was going to be that good. I knew, I knew you were good. I just didn't know you were that good. And you'll break, break out. Break out of a small place. Come out to a large place. Come, you've been through fire and through water, but now you're coming out to a wealthy place. Place of abundance. Ha, ha, ha. And you remember that it is God. It is the blessing of the Lord. It is God's grace that rests upon you. Favor rests upon you because you've been faithful with a little. Now I'll cause you to increase in abundance and you'll be faithful with a lot. <laughs> ah, you've been faithful in the area of your finances and now spiritual things shall break out. <laughs> so many will look at you in the next 12 months and say, you look like you've been changed into a different person. Come on, the dark cloud has been blown away, and now the sun is shining like it's a new day. And your expectation now and your confidence shall grow, uh, and your voice shall change and mountains shall be removed, and the giants that have intimidated you shall be slain. Yes. <laughs> Changed into another person by the Spirit of God. So rejoice like the harvest is coming in. Rejoice like it is harvest time. 
Rejoice like the results are coming in. Rejoice. Ah, my father, my father, my father. Ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus said, my father is greater than all. Everybody say, my father is greater than all. Come on, his grace is greater. His mercy is greater. His power is greater. He is greater than all. And my father God always takes care of me in grand style. My father God always takes care of me in grand style. Well, go ahead and laugh about it a while. My father. He always. Ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do we have any believers in here tonight? My Father God always takes care of me in grand style. Thank you, Father. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your loving kindness. Great is your mercy, O oh Lord. Great is your goodness, O oh Lord. Great is your faithfulness, O oh Lord. My Father God always takes care of me in grand style. Just go ahead and laugh about that a minute. Say, ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. My Father God. Ha, 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 always takes care of me in grand style. Ha, 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 glory to God. <laughs> Woo. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, I guess you can sit down for a minute. Praise the Lord. Trina's going to come up here and sing, so make yourself at home. What, what you, uh, well, they'll receive the offering, guys, Let's however y'all do that. Praise you know the what the Lord said just a minute ago right here while you go ahead and take that off for you? He's already laid it up for you. Yeah, he laid it up for you. You've been investing. You possess it. You've been investing. How many have been investing? We're, we're so Amen. Old. It's not for nothing. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's laid up. Amen. It's in store. But while it's in store, it has some rich dividends. It's, go, it's mm. multiplying, multiplying. Amen. Hallelujah. God has seen ahead what he has planned for you. Mm. He says, I know the thoughts and the plans mm. that I have for you, and they're good. They're bigger than what you can imagine. He mm. says, you've been faithful over a little bit. Now God yes. has given you more, and yeah. you've been faithful over that. Hallelujah. God watches. He keeps track of those things. And he says he has a rich store of abundance for what he has commissioned for you to do. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. It is already supplied. Yes. Praise God. So as you rejoice, you're withdrawing. As you rejoice, you're stepping on the Amen. water. Amen. Hallelujah. It's dividing. Hither, thither, going. Hallelujah. Making a way where there was no way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ah, even now angels are going. Uh, Hallelujah. 
going. Praise God on assignment. Glory to God. The windows of heaven are open. Hallelujah. He said, you've been diligent. You have been diligent. Oh, he watches the hand of a diligent. Glory to God. He feels that hand. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. For this is not your idea. This is not your business. Yeah. This is God's business. God's business. Jesus right. said, I'll build my kingdom. And the gates of hell can't prevail against it. So it's got to move out of the way. And that which was hidden shall be very much on display. (laughs) And so the purpose of it is that the name of Jesus will be preached and the gospel will be preached. And those from the north, the south, the east, the west, who shall hear the gospel, hallelujah, shall receive the power from on high and there shall come a great influx of the peoples of all nationalities are you ready are you ready oh there shall be a lifting up as those that have been down hallelujah For when God can trust you with finance, he can trust you with all of his work. And so, So there shall come a and a double. For you've hungered. Ah, for I now, saith the Lord, I can trust you in this area. So now there shall come a breakthrough in the anointing spiritually, and there shall come a breakthrough in the number of disciples and the increase of God, so the whole congregation shall double. The number of disciples shall double. And I'll trust you in the area of your money, so there shall come a breakthrough financially that shall cause you to laugh in your own house and laugh in your own rooms and rejoice in your own house, saying, look what the Lord has done. And there shall be property and buildings and land that shall come into your hands, and you'll rejoice in the goodness of God, for it has been prearranged and prepared ahead of time. Now you enter in and receive it and rejoice about it, and you shall find and declare the Lord has done great things for us. The Lord has done great things for us. And we are glad. We are like those that dream, and our mouth is filled with laughter. <laughs> Come on, we are like those that dream. Our mouth is filled with laughter. Wow. Woo. <laughs> Go ahead and laugh like a dream is coming to pass. Lord. We got a dream coming to pass. I said. A dream is it's too good to be true. Amen. More than I could ask or think like a dream coming to pass. Ha, 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 ha. I'm not sure how many believers we have in here. But there's an old saying. We said, believe and you will receive. Doubt and do without. How many of y'all would rather believe and receive than to doubt and do without? 
<laughs> Come on, I believe and I receive. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You want to sing something, baby? No, I'm going to sit down. Let's Praise just stand Lord. up. Keep everybody standing up at Mark. And uh, <laughs> we're going to sing that joy in the Holy Ghost. I got the joy. I got the joy. Come on. It said on that scripture, you shall receive double, double, double. Hallelujah. Double measure of joy. Glory to God. Come on. This joy takes you up. It elevates you. takes you up, 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 up. It's bubbling over. Hallelujah. Are y'all ready? You can kick that song on. Kick it on loud. Here we go.
Sit down for a minute, praise the Lord. I'm not going to preach very long tonight, but just let me give you a couple of scriptures. And then we're just going to lay hands on a few people here tonight. 
And uh, believe God for that double measure of anointing. It is happening. Ha ha. So let me give you Psalms 126. We're going to start right there. Psalms 126, uh, the, the song about joy in the Holy Ghost comes from Acts, uh, what is it, Acts 14, 17, right? Romans, I meant Romans. <laughs> Acts 13, 52 is the head joy in the Holy Ghost also, right? Okay. So I found Psalms 126. Not Psalms 1 6, Psalms 126. <laughs> Got it. So it says, When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue was singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord has done great things for them. Come on, then we said, the Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. Praise the Lord. So we want to look at this, um, the Lord turned again. In other words, that means the Lord had already turned things once, maybe twice, but now he's turning it again. Are you all still with me here? Come on. How many can testify a time in your life when you saw the Lord turn your captivity, amen, and the blessing and like a dream coming to pass. We said the Lord's already done that once, but now he's doing it again. Come on, look at somebody and say, he's doing it again right now. He's doing it again right now. Hallelujah. Amen. It says the Lord turned our mourning into dancing, turned our sorrow into joy. So the Lord turned what the enemy meant for evil, and he turned it for your good. Anytime the Holy Ghost is working, you know something is turning in your behalf, and he's turning things. Come on, it can happen in your health. It can happen in your family. It can happen in your finances. It can happen in your future and your destiny. And you know the Lord is turning something. And you're in a season right now that the Lord is turning things around and turning. Everybody says it's turning right now. Praise the Lord. Matter of fact, the Lord said to me one time while we were in church and the Holy Ghost was moving and we were dancing and rejoicing, the Lord said, while you're rejoicing here, I'm doing something back at your house. Man, I'd be in that meeting, I'd go, praise the Lord. And the Lord said, while you're rejoicing here, something is happening back at your house. Let's just say it this. While you're rejoicing here, something is happening back at your house. While you're praising here, something is happening back at your house. <laughs> Woo! Come on now. While you're praising here, something is turning in your future in the next six months, in the next 12 months. While you're rejoicing here, something is turning already. Praise the Lord. Just, so he said, when the Lord turned it again, we were like those that dream. In other words, the Lord wants to do things in your life that'll be like a dream coming to pass. 
you'll say, how did that happen? <laughs> the Lord must have done that for me, and he turned my situation around. And a dream, and other translations say it seemed too good to be true. Hey. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so he says, our mouth was filled with laughter. That means we didn't just giggle a minute. He said, we could not stop laughing. I expect you to laugh the next 12 months. I'm, I expect you to get up in the morning and laugh. Hallelujah. Come on. Go in the kitchen and do a little bit of a laugh. Come on now. Get in your car and do a little bit of a laugh. Ha, 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 Dad Hagen talked about a great trial of his faith when he was believing to receive his healing. And he said he just started laughing on purpose. Didn't have no anointing, didn't feel nothing. He said on purpose, I just started going, ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. He said, then the devil came to my mind and said, what are you laughing about? Come on, you're not going to get it. You're not getting your healing. He said, that's why I'm laughing. I don't have to get it. Jesus got it for me 2,000 years ago. <laughs> and it's mine. I have it now. Come on. What are you laughing about? Come on, I'm not trying to get something. Jesus already got it for me. And I believe I receive it. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Come on, the devil say, you ain't going to have that kind of breakthrough. You say, that's why I'm laughing. Because Jesus got it for me. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Come on, the devil said, you ain't going to have that double. Come on, you ain't going to get that miracle. You say, that's why I'm laughing. Ha, ha, ha. I don't have to get it. It's already working right now. Ha, 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 ha. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I know some people don't think laughing is very spiritual, you know. That I... But the Bible says God sits in the heavens and he laughs. You just can't get no more spiritual than God. And God just sits in heaven and he goes, ha, 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 ha. Listen, when you get in the presence of God, you laugh just out of respect. You say, I don't even know what he's laughing about. But if God, the almighty God, come on with lightning coming out of his hands and angels going, holy, 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 and God's going, ha, ha, ha. He must have a plan. He must have something working that I don't know about. I don't have to know everything. I just believe God. Ha, ha, ha. Just practice that for a minute. Go, ha. You don't have to have nobody tickle you. Come on. Come on, there is a laugh of faith. Well, you just go, ha, ha. You don't even have to feel nothing. Just go, ha, ha. Ha, ha. <laughs> Come on, the devil say, how's that ever going to happen? You go, ha, ha. I don't have to know how it's going to happen. I believe God. I don't have to know how it's happening. 
I went to Dad Hagen's meetings for many, many years, but the last 15 years he had Holy Ghost meetings. Everybody say Holy Ghost meetings. 15 years. Because he's concerned people get so much into the doctrine and teaching that they don't have the move of the Holy Ghost. So he said in this move of the Holy Spirit, he said when this anointing comes, he said... When this anointing comes, when it starts working, 15 years, you know, he'd do it for two weeks at a time. And I'd just go sit there as long as I could, as many days. He said, when I get close to you or when I lay my hands on you, when this anointing is in manifestation, he said, you'll either start laughing. If you'll receive the anointing, you'll start laughing. Or some people will start dancing or rejoicing. And some people, the anointing will get so strong, they just fall out on the floor. In other words, God's planning on doing something so big for you, he just has to knock you out so he can do it for you. I said, come on, the anointing, you start rejoicing, and you start laughing, and you start dancing. Come on, he brought me out of a horrible pit, hallelujah. He brought me out of shame and depression and the joy of the Holy Ghost. Fill my mouth with laughter. Y'all need to practice a minute. I said, he filled my mouth with laughter. Ha, ha, ha. So I was in those meetings for 15 years, and he'd walk around sometimes the anointing stronger than other night. But when the anointing starts to work, and he'd come close to you, he'd tap you on the head. That anointing. So either you're going to start laughing if you receive it, or you're going to jump up and run around the building. Are you going to start dancing? Come on. Or the anointing just knock you flat on the floor. And while you're laying there, God's working on something that's way too big for you. So I just went there and received while I was laughing. Come on. I thought of my next book, I should write a book that says, While I Was Laughing. Did you know God can do some stuff for you while you're laughing? You ain't struggling, come on. You ain't crying. You ain't whining. You ain't begging. You just laughing because your father is greater than all, and you just laugh at every strategy of the devil. Ha, ha, ha. I just laugh and run around the place every now and then. Amen. And then we had been believing God for, for five acres, ten acres. We ended up getting 30 acres, buildings and all that stuff for the, for the ministry. So anyway, when we got it, as soon as we got on the property, the Lord said to me, in all of those meetings that you were laughing, you really were laughing about something. Now, now, let me share that with you one more time. In all those meetings that you were laughing, you really were laughing about something. You just didn't know what you were laughing about, and the Holy Ghost had you laughing, and your face started laughing. You didn't even know that God had something prepared for you, and you were able to receive it because while you were laughing, 
Some of y'all couldn't laugh, I'm telling you. You don't need no comedian to laugh. All you need is the Holy Ghost to laugh. All you need is faith in God to laugh. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. He said, while you were laughing, he said, I was working on something for you like a dream would come to pass. Go ahead and laugh about that. Ha, 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 ha. I believe God can bring a dream to pass. While I was laughing, the Holy, the Holy Ghost was working on a dream coming to pass that was way too big for me. And while I was laughing, the anointing of the Holy Ghost opened up my spirit so I could receive what is more than I could ask or think. Come on, I could receive from God. Come on, God's getting ready to blow your mind with some dreams coming to pass and his blessing in your life. He'll say, whoa, while I was, ha, ha, while I was laughing. Ha ha! <laughs> While I was laughing, ha ha ha! Ha! While I was laughing, ha ha ha! Woo! That's good like a medicine. Some of y'all could get healed if you'd get happy. Come on. Physically and mentally, you can emotionally you could get healed if you would get happy. Ha ha ha. You know, MD Anderson Hospital has laughing classes. They have laughing laughing classes. Come on, the best hospital in the world, maybe. And they have laughing classes for their patients. They have laughing classes. They're not Christian classes because people come from all over the world. They're laughing classes. So people come and laugh. They discovered that while people are laughing, then their health is restored. Their immune system is strengthened. Come on, their blood pressure goes down while they're laughing. So they said your body cannot tell the difference between a fake laugh and a real laugh. In other words, you get the same benefit if you just laugh. Come on. God designed your body, come on, and your endorphins to be released just while I was laughing. Amen. So the way they do it is they have a laughter leader. Come on, they, they start off and they bring a laughter leader up there. I'm wondering if I have any laughter leaders here tonight. So they get, they get a laughter leader to come up and start laughing. <laughs> and they start laughing. <laughs> come on, heaven is a happy place. Come on, hell is a sad place. Heaven is a happy place. Come on, my Father God in his presence. <laughs> Fullness of joy. Ha, ha, ha. 
Hallelujah. So Dad Hagen said, when this anointing is in manifestation, if you will mix faith and receive that anointing, he said, you'll start laughing or you'll start dancing. Come on. Or you'll run around the church or rejoice. He said, or the anointing will be so strong that you just can't stand up or even sit up. The anointing of the Holy Ghost. Because God, come on, has plans for you that'll make you laugh. Ha, ha, ha. He has dreams that'll come to pass while you are laughing. So, wow, wow, I was laughing. Ha, 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 <laughs> ha ha ha. Hallelujah. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Come on, there is a laugh of faith. You ought to name your next miracle laughter. Because you say, I don't know how God did it, but while while I was laughing, I received the blessing of the Lord upon my life while I was laughing. Ha ha ha. <laughs> the blessing of the Lord while I was laughing. Ha ha ha. While I was laughing. Ha 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 ha. While I was laughing. <laughs> go, go get him. I'm doing all right. <laughs> while I was laughing, the anointing and the. <laughs> <laughs> and the blessing of the Lord who increased upon my life brought me out of a little place into a large place. Ha 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 while I was laughing while I was laughing ha 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 while I was laughing while I was laughing while I was rejoicing ha 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 the blessing of the Lord the blessing of the Lord Ha 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 the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the blessing of the Lord. Ha 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 the blessing of the Lord. Ha ha, ha ha, the Lord turned <laughs> my captivity, ha ha ha, while I was laughing, ha ha ha, ha 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 the blessing of the Lord. Ha 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 the blessing of the Lord. While I was laughing, ha ha, the blessing of the Lord. 
increase of God broke out in my life while I was laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Woo. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Did you get that, huh? He said, he said you can plan on possessing double. Ha, 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 Just plan on possessing double. Ha, ha. Just plan on double. Double anointing and double blessing. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> While I was laughing, glory to God. Ha ha, the blessing of the Lord. Don't try to figure everything out with your brain. You ain't, you ain't smart enough to figure God out with your brain. <laughs> God's bigger than your brain. I said God's bigger than your intellect. Ha ha. But ha ha your faith will receive. <laughs> While I was laughing, ha ha. While I was laughing, the Lord turned. <laughs> he turned my captivity and fill my mouth with laughter. Glory to God. <laughs> he turned. <laughs> he turned my captivity. <laughs> uh, like a dream came to pass. Look what the Lord has done. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the blessing. The blessing of the Lord. Woo! Woo! Glory. 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 Ha ha. Hallelujah. Ha ha. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. Glory, glory, glory. Ha, ha, ha. 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 Laugh about it. Ha, ha, ha. Come on, what the enemy meant for evil, the Lord turned. He turned it again. He turned. Ha, ha, he turned it again. Ha, ha, ha. He turned it again. Ha, 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 
Ha 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 
<laughs> Glory. <laughs> I'm full of joy. Everybody say, I'm full of joy. And I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm full of joy. <laughs> and I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm full of joy. And I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm full of joy, <laughs> and I'm, fu I'm full of the Holy Ghost, and I'm, and I'm full of joy, <laughs> and I'm full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I'm full of joy, and I'm full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> full of joy, and full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Glory. <laughs> Woo. 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 <laughs> ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. I'm, I'm always looking for the drinking section, you know. <laughs> Jesus said, come and drink. I thought, well, I got to find the drinkers. Come on. I ain't looking for the thinkers. I'm looking for the drinkers. I mean, you, you need somebody that'll drink. Hallelujah. That'll receive from the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's a miracle. He missed that pole. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'd rather, I'd rather have the anointing of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you might want to get some of that and take it to the house. Hallelujah. <laughs> you might want to take some of that home with you. <laughs> you might want to have some of that in your heart and your life. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> ha ha ha! Ah! Ha ha ha! Ha! <laughs> Glory! Glory! Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Ha! The Lord! The Lord, <laughs> the Lord, the Lord, <laughs> the Lord turned my captivity <laughs> and he filled my mouth with laughter. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> we were like those that dream, <laughs> like a dream coming to pass. <laughs> the blessing of the Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Woo. Woo. Ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. There you go right there. <laughs> Ha ha the anointing ha ha of the Holy Ghost <laughs> the blessing of the Lord ha the Lord ha ha he turned my captivity ha the lord turned my captivity ha 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 the lord turned my captivity come on jesus did it for me come on he turned and he filled my mouth with laughter it was like a dream coming to pass ha 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 <laughs> the Lord, <laughs> the Lord Jesus himself, <laughs> ah, by the power of the Holy Ghost, ah, he set me free. He turned my captivity and he filled my mouth with laughter. Woo, <laughs> woo, glory, glory. Glory, <laughs> glory, ha, <laughs> ha, glory, ha, 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 Glory, glory, woo, woo. <laughs> Come on, drink until you feel, hallelujah. I said drink until you feel. I said drink until you feel. <laughs> 
drink until you're filled, full of joy. I'm full of joy, not halfway full. I'm full of joy. I'm full of joy. Come on now, full of joy. Jesus said your joy will be full. Hallelujah. Full of joy. <laughs> Jesus said your joy will be full. Full of joy. <laughs> Don't have no room for nothing else because I'm full of joy. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Woo. I'm redeemed by the blood. Glory to God. <laughs> Woo. 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 Sit down there. Hallelujah. That way we won't have to catch you. Hallelujah. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. He started drinking. He don't even don't even have to touch him. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm full of joy. The Lord turned my captivity. <laughs> My mouth, full of laughter. I said, I'm full of laughter. I'm full of joy. I'm full of joy, and I'm full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> My joy is full. <laughs> I don't have no disappointment. Hallelujah. I said, My joy is full. Like a dream. Ah. Like a dream coming to pass. <laughs> My joy is full. <laughs> I was laughing. I was dancing. <laughs> full of joy. <laughs> full of joy. Glory. <laughs> These are not drunk as you suppose. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! 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 Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! Ha ha ha! <laughs> my dad, my dad was filled with the Holy Ghost when he was eight years old. Eight years old. He got full of the Holy Ghost, kind of like in a meeting like this. He prayed in other tongues, and he said, I knew I was called to preach at eight years old. So you see all these young people around here? The anointing of the Holy Ghost, boom, will change your destiny. Come on. Activate your destiny. Ha, 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 ha. Come on. You don't have to wander around, you know. You know what the call of God is on your life. Glory to God. <laughs> the blessing of the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. The blood of Jesus. <laughs> the power of the blood of Jesus. <laughs> the power of the blood of Jesus. 
the power of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> he set me free. Hallelujah. Jesus set me free. Come on, the blood set me free. The Lord <laughs> turned my captivity. <laughs> the Lord turned my captivity. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Glory. He set me free. Everybody say, he set me free. He turned my captivity, and he set me free. My mouth is filled with laughter. Ha, 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 ha. The dream is coming to pass. Hallelujah. The dream is coming to pass. <laughs> Woo. While I was laughing. Everybody say, while I was laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. The Holy Ghost was working. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ha-ha. <laughs> Ha-ha-ha. He turned my mourning into dancing. Ha-ha. Turned my sorrow into joy. Ha-ha-ha. He turned my captivity. Ha-ha-ha. Ha-ha-ha. Come on, what the enemy meant for evil, he turned it for my good. <laughs> he turned it. He turned it again. Come on, he turned it once and he turned it again. Ha, 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 ha. He turned it again. Everybody say, he turned it again. Ha, 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 he turned it again. Woo! Some people, it takes them a little bit longer to, to drink. Hallelujah. You kind of have to get your mind out of gear and open your spirit up, hallelujah, and drink. And then just keep drinking till you're filled. Come on, you tell somebody next to you, say, I ain't finished yet. Just leave me alone. I'm, I'm still drinking right now. So if you need to go home, I'm going to drink a while. Praise the Lord. Till I'm filled, full of joy. Everybody say, full of joy. I'm full of joy. And I'm full of the Holy Ghost. And I got the victory. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> because of the blood. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Sometimes you have to teach on giving long enough that the stingy people leave. Then the Holy Ghost can work. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> stingy people ain't going to get nothing anyhow. So you must teach on it until they leave. <laughs> ha ha. Woo. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> The blessing of the Lord, it makes us rich and adds no sorrow with it. Come on, lift your hands up. The blessing of the Lord. Come on, bless coming in, bless going out. Bless because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus. Bless, 
the blessing of the Lord, the favor of God on your life and your family or your job and your business. We are blessed. The blessing of the Lord, it makes us rich, abundantly provided for, well able to be a blessing to others, and it adds no sorrow with it. Blessed with no sorrow. I'm rich and I'm happy. Hallelujah. I'm blessed with no sorrow. Redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, give the Lord a shout. I'm going to sit down. Praise the Lord. <laughs>